everybody, and welcome to the Playwright Repertory Podcast. It is Sarah Lena Sparks with my co-host, Mitchell Huntley. Hey, everyone. And this is episode three of our four-part series about writing together, writing, devising, classroom, and with the OSHA Musical Theater Conservatory Drama Composition class. Hello, class. And we are joined by the whole class, most of the class, and Mr. Ryan Miller. Hello, everybody. Uh, hey class, how about you unmute and just one big hello from everybody? Yeah, ready? Three, two, one, do it! Hello. Hey. Hi. Oh. There they are. <laughs> Enjoy editing that, Mitchell. Um, I will. I will. Fabulous. So it's just, to pay for his phone calls that he keeps getting. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> exactly. Because he still has a he still has like a home I'm a phone. Landline. Yeah. What a landline. What is this? Nineteen ninety seven. No, you're a peasant. The The idea that I would just be talking through this whole thing and that the listeners might be like, are there really students there? It just haunts me. So I want, I want whenever we can to actually have students speak. So. Yes. So today we are going to be talking about what it's like to write as a class and write as a group because that is a whole beast in itself. I personally haven't really dabbled that much into it. Me and Mitchell tried to write a musical about... Once. I'm still inter- I'm still continuing that idea, and we haven't finished so the, it. The but audience it's will hear a bleep cool. when we say the word. <laughs> I will bleep yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you didn't approve, didn't get that approved by corporate. So yeah, FCC is on. Mitchell, <laughs> have you had much experience writing in? Oh yeah, I have. We're in this class, I have. In addition to being in this class where we did what the audience is going to hear about uh, this episode, and what you heard last week with up in the air. Up in the air. <laughs> so in addition to my being part of this class my junior year, uh, this past year I was in a writer's room writing a musical, which is... Oh yeah, that was like a big thing for you. That was, I totally yeah, forgot it was about a that. big stressful time, but it's different beasts, same process. So it's really, really hard to write. And like, if you can get something together that's cohesive, like the play that the audience will hear next week, uh, Vibe Check... It's just a miracle that that can happen with so many different cooks in the kitchen. It's really hard to do that. And I think that it's really amazing when work like this comes out and is so impactful. Yeah. Yeah. I never worked in a very collaborative space until graduate school. I'm repeating myself, I think, from an earlier episode, but I went to grad school at UCLA go and go Bruins, get it, get it. And it's literally where I learned that you could like make art with other people, like create something new with other people. I thought like a single person goes off somewhere, creates something and then other people help them perform it. But this idea of, you know, this, this umbrella of devised work and then like actors being writers who are also directors, who are also set designers, who are composers, right? That whole kind of hybridization of the industry, which is happening right now, you know, I'm old, so it wasn't really, happening very much when I was coming up and when I was in high school. So when I had the opportunity to work with this age, I thought, what if we can equip people this age to tell their own original stories? And that's kind of how Drama Comp was born. I completely agree. It's totally difficult, but out of it come some of the the best ideas I have ever seen. So out of the devising, out of the collaborative process. So is worth it. Right, Mitchell? Yeah. 
great. Yeah, I wish I took this class. That's cool. (laughs) Two weeks ago, we talked about devising, and that's really, you know, getting the idea, working through all these kinks. And then now we're really going to talk about specifically what it's like to write and get words on paper and create these characters and these scenes together. Devising was the first part of the dramatic composition class. And the second Mm -hmm. part was writing together as a class. How did you guys decide on the plot? How did the idea come and then decide on the plot? Well, let's hear from some students. I'm, I'm tired of hearing my own voice. Ava, how did we come up with this idea that we're going to share with the audience in the next episode? How do we come up with it? So this idea, well, I'm going to start from like kind of the, the beginning, beginning. We kind of in class, we created a picture and it wasn't like all of the class people were just going up and kind of creating like certain moments. And Mr. Miller finally found one where it was kind of like a connection between the audience. Like this moment was perfect. And we captured it in a certain, like in a specific photo and he sent it out and he was like, write Like a pay about a page. Um, and it's like a story. Like a pitch, right? It was like about a one page pitch. Um, about this picture just like anything and so each of us went up and we shared our pitch and then we voted on which one we specifically liked and it came down to this one and first we created like a question like an overall kind of like theme and message that we kind of like wanted to portray throughout the entire play and this was this was actually probably like the, like the longest time spent was like figuring out like a specific question. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was a, it was a really specific process, but finally, once we got it, then we had to like map out what we wanted for each scene, like what, what we were going to achieve by the end of each scene and what we were going to achieve by the end of the play. And then we each got assigned um, certain scenes to write. And about like each week we were revising and editing like all of our scenes and we were reading out out loud to the class. It was, a, and then by the end, we kind of had like a, a play going for ourselves. It was awesome. And, and, like, and boom, unbelievably, an unbelievably stressful process. Long um, process. Yes. yes, a long process, but well worth it. Lucy, anything to uh, to add or elaborate on in that creative process? How we figured out how to write this play and what it would be about. Um. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, there, I remember specifically talking about the, like the characters, how, so how were, we were set up is there was about like four, maybe five people in each group. And we all had like our own little like work desks. And it was funny because we'd all like work individually on our little scenes. And we found out that like, that wasn't the best way to be collaborative. And one day we just like, someone stood up and we're like, we need to make a family tree because we have this ginormous family tree and all these random characters. Because there was like 20 something of us, like 26 or something. And some people were playing multiple characters. Some people were playing just like one character. Sometimes they were a part of the family. Sometimes they weren't. And so we were just so confused on like how people are related and why they correlate. And that was like a huge part of like making this story and making it easy to follow through and so we had like spent 20 minutes oh my dogs are barking sorry (laughs) but we spent like 20 minutes trying to figure out like how people are connected and then debating on what lines mean what in a family tree and like if that means they're married or they're siblings it was a time 
<laughs> yeah, when the when the device of the family reunion was introduced, we thought like, oh yeah, this is a great way to get a lot of people because everyone in the class has to be cast, right? So that's 26 or 24, however many we had, right? And this idea of like, how do we get a bunch of people on stage? We thought of this family reunion idea, but then very quickly people were like, oh, well, I'm writing about Uncle Doug over here. Well, I'm writing Aunt Debbie. What is that? Right. And so <laughs> we had already outlined the play, but then we had to go back and outline the entire like family structure, which is, this is my first family tree, fictional family tree that I have worked on with students. So, um, <laughs> so it was a, a bucket list moment for me. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 pretty much it. You heard it from the horse's mouth. They survived. I have a question. And since you guys are talking about like family tree, how do you guys make it cohesive? Because I'm reading this play and it does feel that the audience will hear it next week. And it does feel like a pretty united voice, which I think is just really impressive with how many minds were at work on that. So anybody... <laughs> chime in and how, how'd you guys do that jordan spina how did we do that sir well let me tell you <laughs> it did not always sound cohesive <laughs> there uh, you go. it took like multiple sessions of us sitting down and just trying to like uh stumble our way through the whole script to realize that like um people needed to have people need to talk the same way um across scenes. So like if, if there was a line that just felt wrong or felt off, someone would just like raise their hand and say, by the way, I don't think, I don't know, like uncle Rick would say that he'd probably say it more like this. Some of it even was like once we got to staging um, and we were like putting the show on its feet before this play became the podcast, but we were putting the show on its feet and like we were changing the script as we were going. It was really interesting. Yeah, Grace is, is nodding her head. Anything to add, <laughs> Grace? Yes. Well, I agree with Jordan, and it was a really, really hard process. But kind of what helped us establish that voice was, you know, we had so many read-throughs, and kind of after each one, we would go back and revise in our groups for, like, a class. And having had that read-through kind of established, like, okay, well, what did we talk about last time? And how, like, the other scenes incorporated this character. And that kind of helped us write that character into our own scenes and make it more cohesive. Yeah, that's really, that's really good. Uh, really being able to, being able to look at and determine it from other scenes and being able to work together on that and making sure, like, it has a cohesive sound is very, very good, very important, and very well done, I thought. And I think like it sounds like the, I don't know, science, there is no science to it. It was basically just trial and error and keep doing it and keep doing it. And I think that's like a big thing for anybody who wants to write, create some sort of story. You need to have readings and you need to have the human voice and the human mind kind of look at it, hear it, get it from different perspectives. And that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why Mitchell and I started this podcast was because people need to hear their stuff aloud, whether it's virtual or not. So if you want to hear your stuff, <laughs> submit to tinyurl.com slash PRP. Hot plug coming in. Gosh, that was a really hot plug right there. Uh -huh. Nailed it. Nailed it. You're going to get submissions from New York in no time. Mm -hmm. Hey, our, we actually already our... have had a submission from New York. <laughs> Deal with it. You guys are, you guys are profesh. 
I think one of the things that is hard to understand is how many times they rewrote each scene. I mean, it was weeks and weeks and weeks of writing and rewriting. Is there anybody here who wrote on the final scene? Maddie, will you, will you, will you talk about trying to figure out how to end a play? I think is always tough. I think any playwrights will, will acknowledge that. But this scene in particular, Maddie, you want to talk about trying to write that last scene? Yes, it was pretty rough in the beginning. Like we would all be on a FaceTime call like together for like four hours. And it was, it was really hard. Oh my goodness. It was really hard <laughs> for us to um, like get a cohesive thought. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry if you can hear that. Your dog, your, your dog, your dog does not want you to talk. In yeah, this no, he's, he's a character. <laughs> I, I think one of the things she was trying to, to reference there is like we would read the scene and I mean, everyone has something to say about each scene, but I think every single person had something to say about how the play ended. So it was like getting like 37 notes on a scene, you know, and oh, most God. of it negative. <laughs> yeah. So having all of that to try and deal with and then to try and filter out like what's like not actually a note what is just someone's like opinion that we don't really need to factor in and then like what is actual what actually matters and and, and what do we need to shift so i mean I don't think it's an exaggeration to say there were like 10 rewrites of that scene. oh oh yeah as someone who i worked the musical i worked on this past winter flex <laughs> I was I was one of the people in charge of writing the ending, the finale of the show, wow. which was I wrote like three different drafts of that. It's the ending in the beginning I've noticed that people have really hard opinions on because I wrote I was part of the like six different versions of the beginning of the show and like four different versions of the ending. Out of the versions of the beginning, I was a part of rewriting like four out of the six of them because it's just constant. It's just constant. Everybody has a note about it. And everyone has an opinion on how they think it should be done. It's really just hard to filter that out. And if you can do that effectively, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, when I do that myself, I feel like I rewrite it like a thousand times. And I always hate the ending and the beginning. So <laughs> I don't know. Basically, I don't like anything you've ever written. So I don't know how you guys like kind of, you know, delegate between 26 people. That's yeah, it, was, uh, it was not. It was not always not always easy, but I think I think we have a good end result. You know, I mean, you have to tune in next week to to hear the play. Please, Ava. Yes. Yes. So I also I worked with Maddie on the last scene. Oh, you did. And okay, yes. we well because we had we had the two last scenes. We had scenes five and six, mm-hmm. and it was. I think it was very funny because our whole entire group, we were like, okay, we were going to try to assign some people to um, scene five and then some people to like scene six. And a lot of people just wanted to work on scene five and like they were too scared to even touch scene six. And it was, it was just really funny to me. Like we were all kind of scared to like try to like make it, I don't know, like make our choice about it and just put it out there. And we were, we had to talk to Mr. Miller several times. We're like, but should we do this? Like, we're not sure. And he was like, just, just put something down and get it in front of the class and see how it does. And it just, it, it was, it was really interesting. Yeah. (laughs) That that is, that is usually my answer. Students will ask like, do you think this will be good? And I don't know. I have to hear it. And I think your classmates have to hear it in, 
in context, you know, and then and then discuss it. And if we as as educators can equip young people to not be afraid to share their ideas and to even like feel what it feels like to have your idea not chosen or to have your idea like explained away and to like realize that doesn't kill me. <laughs> I, I think that, that that that's beneficial. Something I think would be really interesting for the uh, audience to know is how long did it go from having that stage picture and starting to make those pitches to what they see today? How long did that take? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I usually have the students. I try and have it. So it's a it's like a 16 week semester. And usually around week eight is when I I have them make the picture and then do the pitches. I think we we went a little longer. I think it was week 10 and that's in the fall semester. So six weeks of the fall semester. And then what, what is this? Is this week 16 of 15 of 17? I don't know, but like almost 20 weeks of work. Right. And we meet twice a week, but they are writing, especially in the spring semester, they're writing all of the time. I give them some in-class time to write, but usually that's just them like talking and catching up and I don't know, like swapping Instagram stories or I don't know what young people do, but they're writing all of the time. And then we stage it. And then when they're staging, we do rewrites and we're like, we don't need that line now that we see them standing next to each other. We don't, he doesn't need to say that. And then, then they have to memorize it. And then we usually, again, we, we stage it in in class we invite people to come and watch but um obviously 2020 has had different plans for the performative world but so 20 some odd weeks for them to make this thing it's 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 kind of amazing actually it's very amazing yeah i think the staging process at least in my personal experience brings such a big element I remember just like staging and constantly having to write in my actor's script because I changed <laughs> a line for them or because I cut this and that. And then they had to like memorize a whole nother thing. So I think uh, just basically if you want to write, just like do all the things you can to try to like make it as close to like whatever that final thing that you want it to be, like do that like a lot of times before like it's the actual final product. I don't think I used any proper nouns in there, but that's okay. I I empathize and and reiterate that statement, proper nouns or not. All right, well, we want to thank the drama comp class so much. Next week, you will be able to hear their play, which is really great and amazing. And it is an episode that you really don't want to miss. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Mr. Miller. And continue this drama comp journey with us next week. Awesome. Thank you guys for having us. Actors, you want to say bye? Thank you guys so much. So that was the drama comp class talking about writing as a class and writing collaboratively. Be sure to tune in next week for their play, Vibe Check. And if you have a play, you're itching to get workshopped and read, submit it to us. We'd love to read it and to hear your work. If you want to submit, the link to submit is tinyurl.com slash prpsubmit. Again, that's tinyurl.com slash prpsubmit. We cannot wait to read your plays and we'd love to 
Give read, it a read your plays. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait to read your plays. We can't we wait to through. we we can't wait to read your plays and we'd love to hear them. And if you want to hear some work that other people have done, our past discussions, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Stitcher. We're on Stitcher. We're on Stitcher. Um, we're we're all over the place. So find we're us everywhere. there. Find we're us everywhere. on follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Like and comment below. I can't. Like and subscribe. Hit that bell notification. Yeah. I don't know. Something <laughs> with TikTok. I don't know. Re TikTok us. Just kidding. We don't have a TikTok. We don't have a TikTok. And Mitchell just really yet. violently hit the woe. Okay. <laughs> is that still a thing? I don't even know if the woe. Oh, is gosh. Still. I think I just dated myself, which is weird because that was like definitely only like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening. So, Mr. Miller, any final thoughts? Yeah, actually, I do have a final thought, and it's this. It's not right until you write it right. So write. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, sponsored by Homophones. Homophones. Oh, my gosh. Mitchell actually wrote a theme song because I did another homophone joke, like, for like three episodes ago and I said right or right. yeah it was right or right it too. was right or right it was a game called right or right and I said it was sponsored by homophones and then Mitchell wrote and a so I did song. thing where I was like homophones homophones <laughs> like, and layered. I like spit on my phone when I was listening to that episode after he edited the video thank you so much for listening we'll see you next week <laughs>